Hello, friends, and welcome to January 27th on Joe's Daily U.S. History Lesson. 1973, Paris Peace Accords and the Vietnam War. Nixon's campaign promise had been to bring the troops home, and bring them home he did. But the Paris Peace Accords did virtually nothing to resolve the chaos in Vietnam, or to heal the awful overall opinion that America had about the war, or even the domino theory for that matter. Negotiations between Vietnam and the United States had been attempted going all the way back to 1965 when North Vietnam Premier Pham Vang Dong had tried it. Demands were just too high on both sides. Hanoi asked the U.S. to quit bombing the city and Washington wanted the Viet Cong to stop escalating the conflict in the South. But finally, on January 27, 1973, America's involvement in the war in Vietnam came to an end. The treaty stated that a ceasefire was declared and the U.S. would remove all military units from South Vietnam within 60 days. North Vietnam promised to return all American POWs during that 60-day span. The 150,000 North Vietnamese troops who were already in South Vietnam were allowed to stay. Nguyen Van Thu in the South was outraged by this and didn't agree to this at all, knowing full well that the North would immediately violate their end of the agreement, which of course they did. But Henry Kissinger and Lee Duck Tho were praised for reaching negotiations, and in 1975, the North launched a huge military campaign, crushing the South and reunifying Vietnam under communist rule. 1888, the National Geographic Society was founded. Founded in Washington, D.C., the society was made for the increase and diffusion of geographical knowledge. It is one of the largest nonprofit scientific and educational institutions in the world. Its interests include geography, archaeology, and natural science and the promotion of environmental and historical conservation. It is managed by a 21-member board of trustees that include distinguished educators, business executives, former government officials, and conservationists. Originally, it was founded by 33 people that made up of a diverse group of geographers, explorers, teachers, lawyers, cartographers, military officers, and financiers. Then the magazine came out. When Gilbert Grosvenor took over as editor of the magazine in 1899, its circulation increased and was being read by 2 million people per month. It's known for its staggering photography and always has been. These days, it has a circulation of around 9 million readers. The society sees itself as a guardian of the planet's natural resources and, according to the website, it focuses on ways to broaden its reach and educate its readers about the unique relationship that humans have with planet Earth. 1965. The Shelby GT350 debuts. This version of the Ford Mustang sold over 400,000 cars in its first year of production. More than 9 million have been sold and is considered a classic. Like, duh! It features a 306 horsepower V8 engine, long hood, and short rear trunk. It was in production until the end of the 60s. Finally in Super Bowl news, 1991, the Buffalo Bills began their four-game losing streak in the Super Bowl. It was in the midst of the Gulf War and, as you can imagine, had quite the patriotic theme to it. Whitney Houston sang the Star Spangled Banner that just brought every human being to tears of joy. The Bills were about to win it in the end 
until Scott Norwood's cook was wide right. Just when you thought things couldn't get any worse, New Kids on the Block played the halftime. And that's it for January 27th on Joe's Daily U.S. History Lesson. Thanks for listening.